Okay, hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things health, wellness, productivity, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope if you're new, and I'm super excited that you're joining me today. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy that you are. And today we're gonna be diving into a topic that's become almost universal in our fast-paced world, the feeling that we've never quite done enough. We're gonna be exploring why we experience this sense of we never can get enough done, we can never do enough, and then we're also gonna discuss some strategies for how we can reframe productivity in our minds. The goal of it really is to find contentment in our accomplishments, and I think that this is something that most of us are gonna be able to benefit from. So grab your favorite cup of tea or some coffee, find a comfortable spot, and let's go on this journey together. In a world that's so driven by productivity, it can be really easy to get caught up in this endless cycle of always seeking more. Whether it's more tasks completed, more goals achieved, or more recognition, recognition earned, that pursuit of enough can feel like we're never going to get there. And why does that feeling keep coming back to us? This has been a question that's been on my mind lately because I haven't been feeling like I've been doing enough. If I walk one mile, I'll ask myself why I couldn't walk two. If I complete one to-do list item, I'll ask myself why I couldn't do more. If I achieve one of my monthly goals, I'll feel bad and wonder why I couldn't achieve all of them. Like I said, we live in a really fast-paced society and I think that it has a negative impact on a lot of us. I think that sometimes we compare our ourselves to other people so we think that we should be doing more so that we can keep up or other times we're just competing with ourselves and we're feeling like we're letting ourselves down and you have that kind of sneaky feeling that comes around at the end of the day that tells you that you didn't do enough and this was really nagging on me because I never want to feel like I'm not enough and I don't want you guys to feel like you're not doing enough so I did some research on it and here's what I've learned this feeling that we get often stems from societal pressures comparison with others on social media and also an overemphasis on external validation when I was reading all about this topic, the thing that I noticed the most was that the constant exposure to others' achievements can really make us feel inadequate. And that's regardless of what we've personally accomplished. It doesn't matter any of the achievements that we've done. We only tend to care about what others have done and why we haven't done the same thing. And not only was I reading forums online of all these people saying that they feel this way, but I also talked to some of my friends and they feel the same way as well. And the reason I want to emphasize this is because we all are feeling this way. We're all feeling like we're not doing enough we're not enough as people, we should be, you know, accomplishing more, achieving more. We get all wrapped up in comparing ourselves with what other people have going on in their lives that we forget about what we have going on in our lives. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And it almost feels like this psychological trap, right? Because it's this cycle that we go in and out of all day. And the question we often ask ourselves is, how can we break free from this cycle? How can I stop comparing myself? How can I stop feeling like I need to do more and more? And how can I learn to be content with where I'm at and feel proud of what I've done? With this, it's really, really crucial that we shift our focus from external validation to intrinsic satisfaction. Recognizing that your worth isn't solely determined by what you achieve, that's a big one. Practicing self-compassion and setting realistic goals can also really help redefine your sense of accomplishment. Because when I think about it, when I normally get those feelings of like, I haven't done enough or I should be doing more, it's typically at the end of the day and I'll take a look back at my to-do list or what my schedule was like for the day and I'll sit there and ask myself if there was something more I could have done with my time. And it can be so easy to look back and criticize yourself of, oh, you should have been doing this and that today, but you were lazy 
lazy, or maybe you didn't have enough motivation, or maybe you should have worked harder. And we get so caught up in criticizing ourselves that we forget to acknowledge all of the achievements that we did that day. So for example, like I said earlier, sometimes I'll go for a walk and I'll walk like a mile and then I'll criticize myself and be like, okay, well, you should have been able to do more. You should be more active throughout the day. When in reality, what I should be doing is praising myself for the mile that I did do. And that's that mindset shift that we really need to try to emphasize in our lives. And I think that once we do that, it can kind of build a bridge to us escaping this mindset. Now that we understand the root of this feeling, let's delve into how we can reframe productivity. Because remember, reframing things is how we're going to be able to truly become content with who we are, what we're doing, and what we're achieving. Changing our perspective on productivity is what's really going to help us find that peace at the end of the day, and that's what we're all after. I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like no matter how many ticks I've made on my to-do list, it just never feels productive enough. That's why reframing how we view productivity is so important. So to do this, to reframe productivity, I want you to start by defining what truly, truly, truly matters to you. Instead of chasing an endless to-do list, focus on tasks that align with your values and long-term goals. I have this habit tracker app on my phone that I go through every day, and typically I'll end up completing about 40% of the habits that I have on that app. The app is called Habit Tracker. It's on the App Store. I don't know if it's on Android, but I think it might be, but it's a really good app. I would really recommend it if you're trying to build healthy habits, but let me tell you what my issue was when I started using it. I downloaded this Habit Tracker app, and I was super motivated to do all these new habits. I wrote down drinking more water, getting 10,000 steps in a day. I wanted to eat a really plant-based diet. I wanted to journal every day and read every day and go on an outdoor walk every day. And I wanted to do my skincare every day. And I wanted to make my bed every day and do laundry every week. And I just stacked all of these habits on top of each other without even thinking about how much time they would take. And what's cool about the app that I liked about it was that it gives you like a percentage of how many of the habits you've completed that day. So if you have 10 habits and you've completed six of them, it'll fill in a little circle for you 60% of the way. So you can kind of get an idea of how that day went. And after using the app for a few weeks, I noticed that I was consistently hitting about 40%. I was rarely breaking 50 and the days that I did break 50, it had to be like a really, really good day. And I kept kicking myself at the end of every day. Like, why couldn't I do all these habits? They all felt so achievable. I was like, all I have to do is drink water. All I have to do is read every day. And when you say things to yourself like that, I think that you get it up in your mind that it's something that's really easy to do. And it's not the idea that reading 10 pages a day is hard. It's the idea of working full time, being in grad school, trying to maintain a social life, my relationship, my family life, everything like that. After you balance all that together and you try to organize your priorities, reading 10 pages a day doesn't always make that top list. And so when I was sitting there at night feeling like I never did enough that day, I had this epiphany moment where I was like, okay, maybe this just isn't realistic for where I'm at right now. So I took off a bunch of the habits and I left it with a few that I think I'm definitely going to be able to do every day. They were pretty inspired by that whole 75 hard challenge. It's like my version of it, but like 75 medium, I guess you would say. And so I cut back on all those habits and now I'm consistently hitting like 80 to 90 to 100% every single day. And I'm happy with that. That's more than I could ever ask for. I essentially doubled what I was doing every day because now I have these things that I can focus on that I can really, really be consistent with. And I'm telling you guys this story because in order to reframe productivity, we really need to start by defining what truly matters to us. And that's exactly what I did. I went through that list and I took off anything that wasn't super important and meaningful to me. This same concept is going to be applied to your to-do lists, your calendars, your schedules, whatever like that. Apply this mindset of only doing what really, really matters to you to every area of your life. Another good example I saw was imagine that you're a writer, right? And you 
really have been fixating on trying to hit a certain page count per day. So let's say you want to write 10 pages a day. And no matter how hard you try, you always feel like you're never hitting that 10 page mark. You just are always falling a little bit short and it's leaving you feeling pretty discouraged about writing in general. Instead of fixating on writing a certain number of pages every day, set an intention to write with passion and creativity. This mindset shift and physical shift from quantity to quality can really make the process more fulfilling and reduce the pressure to constantly produce. Doing this is going to reframe how you view productivity because you're going to start viewing it as just being creative. You're being creative, so you're being productive and you're getting work done. It doesn't have to be, I wrote 20 pages today, so now I can, you know, finally congratulate myself on being productive enough. It can just be, oh, I wrote today and that was productive enough for what I had today. And our chat today is really guiding us towards the concept of embracing the good enough mentality. And this is something that can really change your life if you are strategic with it. Embracing good enough doesn't mean that you're settling for mediocrity. It's really more about recognizing that perfectionism can hinder progress and drain your energy. I can't tell you how many times in my life that I've been trying to do something and my perfectionism will just get in the way. I'll want something to be perfect so I never do it. I did it with TikTok and Instagram and, you know, even this podcast and YouTube for so, so long and I kick myself looking back because if I would have just started, it would have been so much better for me. Like, I think right now I am definitely doing it with YouTube and it's still something that I'm struggling with, but I really just had to move past the idea that every video I would ever produce had to be perfect. Otherwise, I don't think I would literally post anything ever because that sense of perfectionism is so hard to get rid of. And it does really drain your energy because you spend so much time hyper-focusing on these little things that to other people probably don't even matter. I remember when I posted my first YouTube video and being so stressed out that everybody was going to absolutely hate it. And it was this overwhelming feeling that I was not going to be good enough at this. I was, you know, ridiculous for even trying to do it. And I would really beat myself up about it in general. And that would lead me to, you know, my energy was not only drained, but it also made me unmotivated to pursue that goal at all. And I love the idea of creating videos and I really enjoy the whole content creation process in general, but I really got stuck on the idea that what I was producing wouldn't hit this imaginary bar of perfection that I had set for myself. And so what I decided to do was just post something. I decided that I wasn't going to over edit it. I wasn't going to spend a ton of time trying to make it perfect. I was just going to film something, make it genuine, make it helpful, and then post it. And that's exactly what I did. It wasn't remarkable or life-changing for me, but what it did do was push me past that perfectionist mindset into actually being able to pursue what I wanted to do. And that really reminded me to celebrate my accomplishments, even if they're not flawless. I obviously I'm not producing the highest quality YouTube videos ever seen, but they are an accomplishment for me because it was something that I was really nervous about doing for such a long time. Remember that growth comes from learning and refining, not from seeking this unattainable ideal right from the beginning. As we wrap up, I wanted to share some practical tips for reframing productivity and finding contentment in your life. Instead of chasing that feeling of doing more and being more and more productive, try these out instead. Number one, mindful reflection. Take time to reflect on your accomplishments, no matter how small they might be, and always acknowledge your progress and growth. My favorite way to do this is by journaling. I have entries going all the way back until I was like 13, which is like a decade ago now. And I really do find that journaling is an amazing way for you to really reflect on where you're at currently, where you wanna go and where you've been. Number two, prioritize well-being. Remember that your well-being is paramount. Don't sacrifice your mental or your physical health in the pursuit of more. As I'm getting more involved in grad school and I'm starting to you know, do that whole study 
steady grind again. I'm getting a few questions about whether or not I'm pulling all-nighters, if I'm, you know, sacrificing my mental health for school, and the answer is no. I don't think that I have to stay up all night in order to achieve what I want to achieve, and I think that prioritizing things like sleep is what's going to help me get to my goal a lot faster. Number three, set realistic goals. Break down your goals into manageable steps, create milestones along the way, and adjust your expectations as needed. I also want to put in a reminder here that it really is okay to adjust or give up on a goal. You want to make it so that you can actually reach your goals at some point. Even if it requires really hard work, you want to make sure that it's something that's realistic for who you are and your lifestyle. If at any point you think your goal is past a line that you just don't think you're going to be able to reach, it's okay to adjust it and to take it down a notch and put it somewhere where you're actually going to be able to achieve it. And finally, number four, practicing gratitude. Gratitude can completely shift your perspective and enhance your sense of fulfillment. This one is honestly pretty straightforward. It's another thing that you can add into your journals and start incorporating into maybe a morning routine or a night routine, but finding time to appreciate what you have and the progress you've made is so important in learning how to be content with where we're at and also inspire ourselves to continue moving forward. And there you have it, guys. That's why we never feel like we've done enough, and that's also how we can change it by reframing our approach to productivity. Remember that the journey towards contentment begins with a shift in perspective, so focusing on doing that over the next few weeks or months will really help you towards that accomplishment. But that's all I have for you guys today. I hope that you were able to gain some value from today's podcast and hopefully be able to tackle those bedtime thoughts of feeling like you didn't do enough in the day because I promise you you're doing way more than you ever could imagine. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to rate it over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It would really mean a lot to me and it also really helps the podcast get out to more people who might benefit from it as well. But thanks again for listening. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll talk to you guys all next time on Onwards and Upwards.